Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make him need to run. Love him every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And a very good Tuesday morning. DPHR Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Super Bowl week. You know who's going to join us later in the show? Sal Palantonio is going to join us at 9.30 from out at Glendale, Arizona. Uh, we have CMT today because, of course, it is, in fact, Tuesday. A lot of your calls at 1-800-919-3776. Before we get to any of it, we'd like to say good morning uh, to my my dear friend who looks... This is not the best I've seen you look, to be honest. You know, if this were me, you would kill me, and I think I have to do the same to you. You look like you just woke up from like a twenty-minute nap last night. What what happened to you? What's going on with you this morning? Dress nice, outfit yeah, nice. No, no, I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah. commenting on the outfit. It's no, no. Like, I mean, it's, like, it's you, like look, you look like this is not right. like you did not get a great night's sleep. <laughs> no. Well, listen, this is a full full weekend of wedding festivities and then traveling. Right. On top of the fact that I got pulled over this morning. What What do you mean pulled over? I got pulled over. What, for what? You were, you were weaving? You were speeding? No, what, just, what do you mean you don't know? There's I guess no way I was going too over. fast? What do you mean you guess? There's I, no way he pulled you over him. and he was like, hey, how you doing? You're like, great. He's like, all right, have a great day. Like, what What happened? Well, well, you know when you're, first of all, it's four o'clock in the morning. You know when you're driving and you just get in that zone where you're just driving. And then you all of a sudden, this happened to me today. I was driving and I was like, how did I get here? Yes, totally understand. Right. I'm so with I just you. like, and I see the, the, the cherries on behind me. I'm like, that can't be for me, is it? And finally, I got confused because I didn't know where to pull over because there was no real pullover, and I was just stuck in the lane. So finally, I was like, you know, I pull over. And then he comes to the to the door, and he sticks the flashlight right in the window, and it's in my eyes. I can't really see. And like you said, I don't look great. And he's like, you know how fast you were going? I was like, officer, I have no idea how fast I was going. He's like, where are you coming from? I was like, where am I coming so from? So he thought you were at the end of your right. night. He thought like, you were I'm on a bender. Getting, I'm just getting back. I was like, no, no, I'm going to the city to do a uh, a radio show. Did, did you say... Um I'm Rick DiPietro. No, no, no. I, I do the show with, with Rothenberg. No, I listen. He said you're going too fast. You got to slow down. Come on, wake up. I said, sorry, officer, won't happen again. Okay, yeah. And then you left. And then I left very slowly, but no ticket. Blinker on. Very right. Those, are the, those. You wait for him to go past <laughs> right. you. Those are the very nervous moments. So no ticket though. No ticket. Fortunately, yeah. Now that's good news. Yeah, but you got pulled over though. It's like a tra- it's traumatizing for a second. Oh yeah, right. It shakes you. Yeah, it shook me a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But we made it. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Be terrible. Could you imagine, RJ? We get a call like, where, "Where's where he's in, he's in prison? He's in jail." Yeah, especially because I owe you breakfast today. That's right. It's a big day. That's a, it's I got to stop losing these bets. Well, you got to stop betting. 
No, no, I like the betting. I just got to stop losing the betting. So you, you feel the action. You need yeah. the action is what it is. I need the juice on a Tuesday morning. You know, you could have done live betting with the Rangers last night when they're down 4-3. What a game that was, that, huh? One of the games of the year, I thought. Wow. Huh? A lot of people were saying that. A couple things with that game last night. First being this. Now, did you think that puck was kicked into the net? Or? Y- yes. Right. It looked like it was kicked into the yes. net, right? Well, I don't understand how you replay it. it. It appeared that he kicked it in, and then they call it a good goal. It's one of those things where he moved his foot towards the puck and then deflected it in, but yeah. the whole mo- like did if you hear Micheletti? He's like, I he's like, I just I don't I I just I don't. Well, he know. goes, I never get these right. Yeah. So don't he goes, I, I, but I don't know what to think because to me that's clearly a kick in. And then Sam's like, thank you for your expertise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So whatever. But that I mean the fact that they they won that game. Here's my other point with last night's game. This whole Jacob Truba thing. Like this is not what the NHL wants. I said this a, a dozen times doing the NHL stuff with ESPN. Like the whole notion that if you make a clean hit, which Truba did twice, and that hit on Kadri was awesome hit, that you have to fight immediately is ridiculous. Well, it, it's such a strange thing because if it's a dirty hit, I think you're obligated to. No matter who you are, your teammate gets hit dirty, you have to attack the other guy, right? Even if you're not a fighter, that's just what you have to do. You have to make a, a statement. If your guy's hit clean, what are you what are you doing? No, I know. Listen, I, I get what they're trying to do, but enough is enough. Like, listen, Jacob Truba has done it. You saw him do it all postseason long last year. He's done it this year, and every time he does it, somebody goes right after him and feels like they need to drop the gloves, which is not fair to Jacob Truba. It's not. I mean, he's he's one of your top defensemen. You don't need him fighting every time he makes a big hit. It's well, part it's not of, it's fair. A, it's the best part of his game. It's not fair because it's it's it, tone setting is what it is, right? right? Like it changes the entire tone. You can feel the 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 buzz in the building changes. So if he's going to lay a big hit now, he's going to get into a fight. And he's going to have to miss the next five or seven minutes. How's that fair too? Well, what's not fair is the last thing you want to have happen is he. I mean, he lays into Kadri like that. He has to fight, and now something stupid happens. And he breaks his hand on a clean hit. Right. Like, you're right. I get it. If it's different behind something. Then dirty, you have to. Then then you, you have no get, choice but to do that. You'll get retribution at some point. Right. It's like you got a number. We'll, you know, we'll find a way. I have no problem with, okay, that was Truba. If you're Cardrew, whoever it is, that was Truba. We'll find a way. Dump the puck in, and he's going to get hit. You don't have to go after him and drop the gloves. But that's it's what stupid. it is now. That's what, that's what hockey is now. If you, if you get laid up, you're going to go after him immediately. Whoever you are, immediately. Yeah, it's just stupid though. I don't like it. I think it's foolish. If you get if it's a clean hit and that was a clean hit, it was a great hit. I mean, it'll teach it's a you to big hitter. Well, dude, he. I mean, he's good at it. It's what I mean. It's it's one of the, his skills. Like you saw him set that up. Like he purposely takes he purposely gives you the inside. So Kadri cuts back in. He beats him to the spot, and then it was night night. But yeah, like the whole notion that a big hit, a clean hit, should lead automatically to a fight is dumb for me. Uh, I'm excited for the Rangers. Because now you should be. they're gonna make a move too. Now your second half of the season this is a very good team, right? I was. Why did they not play Shesterkin last night? Um, well, Islanders, Islanders didn't play Sorokin either. Kind of come back from the All Star break, but I would think that the would be the perfect good. time to play these guys. Nah, just mentally give them a little break. Yeah, all the travel. I mean, you don't really like the All Star okay. break for a guy who's playing in it. Haven't played in it. It's not like, really, not really an All Star break. It's not a break. There's uh-huh. a lot of stuff. So going come on. back, take a couple extra days, and we'll get back to it. And Halak's played good. He has Halak played well. some big saves. Big save he made an OT. Makes that big save right down the other end. What an exciting game that was. It was a great game. From, from beginning to end. All, all the locals with a win last night. Devils with a win. You know, I didn't realize Jack this. Jack Hughes is awesome. 35 dude. goals? He's good. He's going to get 50 goals this year. I did not. I, RJ, did I mention it to you when I came back from Vegas? When I was doing the shows at 1 o'clock in the morning in Vegas? That I, to, I think I told you guys. Like, the way that he carried himself in the locker room. Because mm-hmm. I went against him in the in the breakaway challenge. But you could just tell, like, there was this new level of confidence. 35 like, goals like in he 50 was here, something games. He's big time stuff. Right, big you know, time. he's Jewish. I didn't know that. Yeah. Look at you. I believe that to be true. Well, we can check it. We can check you it. You should know something like that. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, I believe Jack Hughes is Jewish. All right.
That's nice. Good for you. Very nice. With the menorah thirty-five times this year. <laughs> um, Islanders with it with a good solid win. Good solid win. Had yeah, four typical, shots on goal. Right. Typical Islanders fashion. A big two-one win. That, okay. So what? That's what they are. No, no. So what? But yeah. Okay. So there's three wins. They've scored six goals. It's not ideal, but they're no, wins. That's it. All you can do is win. That's fine. That's who they are. I mean, they're not going to win games five three. No. Right. They're they're going to beat you two one three two. That's what they are. It's a close to the best team. They're a defensive team. They have good goaltending, and hopefully they get timely goal scoring now. Yeah, timely goal scoring. Hopefully the power, power play has to pick up because it was, dude. I, I was breaking down the stats. I, I got it on my sheet here at some point, but it was like since January. I want to say since January first, their power play was kicking at like five percent. Which is disgusting. Five. So one out of every twenty they're scoring on. Awful. It was awful. Yeah. That's that's awful. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, yeah. So all the locals win last night. Um, good night for them. Knicks in action tonight. Nets played last night. They. Oh, Cam Thomas had a hell of a game, huh? Great game. Back to back. I mean, that's he dropped forty four on Saturday against Washington and forty seven last night. And they went toe to toe with the Clippers last night. Yeah, they did. Um, I said this yesterday a little bit when we were talking about the Kyrie thing. And it, it sounded yesterday, I was listening to the K-Show, that that deal, Wojcik reported that deal hadn't gone through yet because... They were Brooklyn, waiting for a third team to bring right, in. It sounded yeah. like it was going to be Toronto. Um, I'm interested to see what this thing looks like when we get past Thursday, if another move is made. But if... First of all, if Kevin Durant is bought in to whatever this plan is, but if this team can just focus on playing basketball and what that does for you. Like, once you get past this whole thing, like you saw Nick Claxton, who had a great night again last night. Yeah. I mean, he's turned himself into a really good player. But, I mean, there is still, like, as much as people call in good riddance, Kyrie was a distraction, guys like Nick Claxton looks at Kyrie as a mentor is. And I don't, a real ha- close I don't friend. know how. You know, it's funny. Nick Friedel said that. He texted me yesterday, by the way. Friedel did. He did. Yeah. Very you? Very nice text. You want me to read you the text? I do, yeah. All right. I thought he was good yesterday. He's, he's always good. He's excellent. He's got great stuff to say. He's got great insight. He's got a great personality. He's very, very good. He said... Dave, appreciate you having me on, buddy. Enjoy listening to you guys all the time. See you down the line, Nick. Very nice, right? That's nice to have him when we need him because he was really he knows he knows his stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's an NBA insider. Uh, does a really good. I'll job. I'll be interested to see where they put put him now. Fredell? Yeah. Uh, maybe they leave him on Brooklyn for the rest well, of the K- season. No? Well, no, for the rest of the season. I mean, if KD leaves, though. Oh, then Brooklyn becomes I don't want to say irrelevant, but certainly takes a big step back, right? Right. See, they're in such a weird spot, though. Really, because if like if the thought is. Katie's going to be there for the next three years if he buys in. But say they go into, he says, okay, I'm in. They go into next year and things don't look great. Like you're still, we've seen this in the NBA, right? We've seen this in the NBA where it's, you know, superstar player like that is no longer happy with the situation, forces his way out. It, it's, it's a weird spot because at any moment he could say, I want out. Now they'll recoup a ton of picks with, you know, with the KD trade, but still, where are you? Where are you then? You're back to. Back, back to square to one. Square one. Right. That's exactly where we are. But, you know, it's funny, getting back to what Nick said yesterday, he said, you know, these guys are, you know, really loved Kyrie. I don't understand how. And maybe maybe it's, I'm not an athlete and I was never in the locker room, but I, I don't understand. Like, I'm a human being, and I would think that if a guy continually was selfish about the way he handled himself, that that would annoy me. Well, I think it depends on the players, though. I mean, you heard, I mean, remember we had the Kyrie sound talking about, you know, players are different, their willingness to play. Some guys want to play every night, some guys don't. Like, guys in the locker room are different. Guys' priorities are different. Like, the whole, that was like the Beckham thing, wasn't it? Like, fans were going crazy, owner was pissed off with the celebrations and the antics and everything else, but as far as being a good guy in the locker room, guys in the locker room liked him. They did. And guys look at Kyrie, they look at his skill. It's like, if you're a young guy coming into a locker room, and you see a guy at Kyrie's level, already won a championship, one of the most skilled players in the history of basketball, like, you're naturally just drawn to that guy, 
And from all accounts, he's a he's a good guy. He might be a good guy, but I'm sorry if you don't show up and you do whatever you want. That to me is selfish, and that to me, I, I wouldn't like that. I mean, you you just leave the team without telling anybody where you're going. I, I don't I don't understand how you could love someone who does that. Well, not only that though, like in in I mean, take this year for example, like the, how it started, and then all of a sudden he's back. They're rolling, right? Unfortunately, Katie gets hurt, but right. Katie's coming back. Like for the guys in this in this locker room, this is their. This is probably their best chance to try to make a run and win a championship. Oh, absolutely. And because he has his own interests, which is let's get but that's this what deal he, done. he always has. I'm telling you, dude, this was this was the plan from from jump. From jump. Because if it wasn't, he'd look at how this team was playing, how he was playing, KD coming back and say to himself, Okay, we have a we have a chance here. But that wasn't what was most important. Business wise, it makes sense for him. If I'm not gonna get the deal here, well, he, I gotta go right, somewhere he wants to get paid. Right. He's gonna get paid and he's gonna get paid somewhere. We'd be at Dallas or It doesn't sound like it's gonna be a four year deal though. Probably more than a two-year deal. Well, I don't know how you can give him a four-year deal. I think you're crazy. I think you might be crazy to give him a two-year deal. Four years, almost $200 million, I would be hard-pressed to do that. The thing is, you need, and I think they did the right thing, because you have to, to roll the dice with Luka, right? Luka is such a difference maker, you need to add that second piece. So they have that piece, but again, you don't know what he's going to be. You know, I mean, you'd assume for the rest of the year he'd be on his best behavior and just keep his head down and take care of business. But I don't know what this guy. He burns bridges everywhere he goes. Yeah, but you got to imagine. I mean, his he's made it clear his priority is not a championship. It's to to get paid. So he's going to be. I mean, we're talking about his leadership and everything else. Like he was like if once we got past the whole anti-Semitism thing, and he was <laughs> once we got past the well, whole you know what I mean. And he I was do. and he was back and he was fully engaged. Like this was this was the best stretch you've seen from him. Well, that's what's so disturbing is that this was a team, and you met, I mean, with Durant and Kyrie and the health and Claxton and, and guys getting healthy and, and Seth Curry, you thought, and a legitimate coach, you thought, all right, they have a real chance. Maybe it's Boston and Milwaukee, but they're right there. And they could probably compete with those teams. And then to rip that out from under, it's just, it sucks. If you're right. a Nets fan, it sucks. Which is exactly why I said yesterday, I think this was this was the plan all along. Because you've got to imagine, like, I mean, we were talking about what would they, what would they add? Because you hadn't heard anything like this. I, I know that, you know, Nick was talking about the... The Chris Haynes report that his stepmother had talked to to Brooklyn and didn't like the offer, but it was like, yeah, I mean, making all that money and the money that he's left on the table—that's important stuff. But also, I mean, trying to salvage like this this mess and you know potentially make a run at a, a championship, like what that does for you. Like, say, I mean, say he just sucks it up and says, you know what? Deal didn't get done. They want to have all these contingencies. You know that the third year becomes guaranteed if we win a championship or whatever it is. Well, say I mean say you continue to play the way you're playing and you continue to be the kind of leader that we were talking about that they you know were hoping you could be with KD out. He comes back. You make a run and say you get to the you know, losing game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals and you've been you know as good as he's been leader all that. Like then doesn't that start to change your mind a little bit if yes. you're if you're the organization? Yeah, of course. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. I mean, West is wide open. So, you know, if him and... My, my question is... I still that, would be surprised if it's Dallas. But will they have enough time, though? That's the thing. What, to get... To get like, to figure like, to figure things out. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is with the West, which I actually like. I don't know how you feel about it. You could see, like, five, six teams coming out of the West. Yeah, well, Memphis is struggling right now. I mean, I think the... the Suns are pretty good. Nah. De- no, they're pretty good. If they're healthy, they're pretty good. Yeah, but good. if they're healthy. I think Den- right Denver's now the team good. you look at Clippers, Denver. I think right? it's Denver. And then what, depending on you know Clippers' health and, and everything else with them. But Denver, I mean, you got you got Jokic, you got Murray, you got Gordon. You got. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good team. Well coached. Can you imagine Milwaukee and Denver in the NBA Finals? Having to go to Denver? Yeah. The mile high altitude, right? right? But could you imagine that? NBA, silver. 
No, Milwa- been... Milwaukee and Denver eat it up, everybody. Yeah, that's probably not what you want. No, no, but I don't. I, I mean, it's such a weird spot for me because I understand like both sides of it, but I lean towards like my experience as a player. Like Kyrie's made a ton of money, and I get it. You want? I mean, you love the security, and you're looking for that four year, almost two hundred million dollar deal. But a lot of this stuff is this is all self inflicted stuff. Like, I think a big piece of me would want to do whatever I could to try to make this situation salvageable. Right. Well, he's different than than you. He's it's like, clear. would you? Yeah, like, would but, you I, but be, I wouldn't like, act the way he acts anyway. No, no. But would you want to be associated with like the like the the biggest failure? And I. But again, like Nick told us yesterday. He doesn't. He's an artist. Right. He doesn't look at it like that. Like how we look at it, he doesn't look at it like that. That's so you, supposed to be a buddy, though, too. Yeah, he really didn't treat him well. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. In case people don't know, and you can share your information as well, uh, the odds have massively, people, massively shifted in favor of the Raiders landing Aaron Rodgers and not the Jets. Numbers are they're, they're all over the place. You've seen minus 300, minus 200, minus 150. But I will just say this. In every sports book, online, everywhere, Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders is the prohibitive favorite over Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. So I got a text message yesterday. And attached to the text message was this article from the Red Zone. And it was huh, AP NFL insider Justin Cohen is reporting that Rodgers has informed his agent that he would prefer a move to Vegas over the Jets. Now, I will say this, though. He doesn't have a no-trade. If if the Jets offer a bigger package, he could still, I would imagine, wind up with the Jets over the Raiders. 
Yeah, I mean, in theory. But also, I mean, if if the conversations that they were having when they did this last deal was that, you know, we'll structure this thing that after, you know, he can retire or if you want to continue to play and we want to move on to, to Jordan Love, then we'll accommodate, you know, and he, your it request. feels like he's just stubborn enough. Well, I mean, they did the same thing with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jets the were Jet, right there. The Jets got in there. And he wanted to go to Miami. Yeah. That would suck. Because <sighs> it sounds like Derek Carr is not going to be the guy either. Doesn't sound like it. So it sounds like if, if the dust settles here, you're going to wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Nathaniel Hackett. Would be a far cry from Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, man, the only reason we haven't taken more phone calls that were negative about the Hackett signing was because yeah, everyone you is think Rodgers is waiting in the wings. I, told, I couldn't agree with you more. Because, I mean, you hired a failed coach. He's had maybe one good season as an OC and was a disaster as a head coach, and you run out there the first thing you do and hire him. Why? Connect the dots. The reason is because you thought it was going to lead to Aaron Rodgers, and now it feels like maybe it's not. Well, the one good season. So, yeah, you, you point to him, and he's six seasons as a play caller. The one season was a top 10 offense was 2017. But when you, go, you take a deeper dive into the numbers and look what Blake Bortles. Now, it's, it's Blake Bortles. But still. I mean, he threw 21 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. And that's his elite season? That was, yeah. That as, was Daniel Hackett's, yeah. And he was 24th in completion, 18th in pass yards a game. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's an underwhelming it's an underwhelming hire if Aaron Rodgers isn't attached to it. And you get so excited. That's the problem. You have to really keep your composure. And I don't do it well either, but it's like you thought Rodgers. You're excited about Rodgers. You, you, they hired Hackett and Rodgers, and now you had Rodgers. You hear Greeny saying, you know, there's no reason they can't win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And now to wind up with Garoppolo, who's fine. He's not a bad quarterback. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the is the piece that moves the needle for you. Well, yeah. Well, you start connecting dots. And it started with what Woody Johnson said. Right, we're going to swing big. We need a veteran quarterback. It's the missing piece, and then you have you know some of the Pat McAfee sound with Aaron Rodgers talking about you know his relationship with Zach Wilson. I think he's a good quarterback. Turns out you know we all know that Zach Wilson's you know favorite quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. They keep in touch, and then the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett. And you're, just, you're connecting dots, and you're like they can't be they can't be dumb enough to make the same mistake Denver did. Can can they? And turns out maybe they are. Ugh. That would be so disappointing. Here's Devontae Adams uh, from the NFL Network. Duh. <laughs> Why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. That's my guy, obviously, and wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. What's your best recruiting pitch uh, that I'm here? Oof. It's a serious recruiting pitch. It's a good pitch. But the but you're in a division with, with the Chargers and the, and the Broncos who have to be better and the Chiefs who are going to win the division every year, you would imagine. For me, I would point to the one thing with Aaron Rodgers. I would say this. I would say that the last time you had a top five defense, you won the you won the Super Bowl. Jets defense is very good. Vegas Divi- can't offer division that. is good, but not as daunting. Cold weather means nothing to you. Like I don't know if I'm looking at it at it equally. I think the Jets are the more attractive landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, depending on what you want. Right? I mean, some of the things they point to in the article I was telling you about were Devontae Adams, obviously new state of the art facility, warmer weather, playing indoors, and on top of it, no state income tax. Which really isn't fair. I mean, as it, in a salary cap sport, it's a, it's a big advantage. It's a huge advantage, and it's Vegas, right? But I don't know if, if your goal is to to if win your goal a is to win. You have a better chance to win in the, in the AFC East than the AFC West. I think That's you're it. right. Well, I think you're right. I think you're right. It was funny. Everyone was trying to figure out what he said to uh, to Josh Allen. They were talking. They kind of whispered something, mm. and there was the hope, like well, face you two times this upcoming season. We're see but, this year. I don't know, man. Like this whole thing, it went from. Super confident that Aaron Rodgers would end up a Jet to now nervous. 
that it's not going to happen. Yeah, because we have no control. I mean, we really have no control outside of offering the best. No, but I don't know if you get like offer. this. I get like I put my what what my what is it horse before the cart? Is it cart before the horse? Something happens. Cart there. before the cart horse. before the horse, yeah. right? So I I always do that, and I kind of am ten steps down the road. And if I was a Jets fan, I'd be thinking like, all right, so Rogers is going to do this, and I'm going to have this, and this is going to get into play, and I want to have the 13th pick. Now, if that doesn't happen, yeah, I think yeah, I could be pretty good with Garoppolo. But look at the the landscape of the AFC of the quarterbacks. Where where am I as far as the quarterbacks are concerned? If I add Jimmy Garoppolo and they add Aaron Rodgers, eighth. Oh, I think you're. In, I mean, you're in the same spot that Robert Sala was in with San Francisco, and it was the reason why they you know they leveraged as much as they did to go get Trey Lance, is because yeah, I mean Jimmy Garoppolo can get you to. To a Super Bowl, but is he good enough to win it? I mean, at this point, we're just trying to. I mean, we're trying to make the playoffs. I mean, that's first and foremost. Right. Robert Sala has to make the playoffs. But I think when you go from the high of potentially having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback to the low, and it's not a low, but it's the okay. Now it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Again, I agree with that it's not a low. It's just like when you think Aaron Rodgers, and then you wind up with a guy who's who's good. It's not the same. Well, it's it's the problem. It's what happens when you set high expectations, or like you start like the stuff that you're doing as a team, the things you're saying, the hires that you make, get everyone worked up into a frenzy that it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, and then it turns out it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. There's going to be a level of disappointment. Yeah, and I understand. Well, there that. really shouldn't be. The only reason there will be is because you set your sights on someone else. Before Rodgers was even an option, it was like okay, car. Like, who do you like better, Car or Garoppolo? And there were a lot of people who call and say, listen, this familiarity, you right. go with Garoppolo. Right. Both guys attractive, one more than the other for this reason or that reason. Now, all of a sudden, you think you're going to get Rodgers. It's like if you think you're going to the prom with the, with the, the prom queen, right? That's who you're going to go with. And then all of a sudden, you go with a perfectly nice girl who's nice and pretty and smart, but she's not the prom queen. It feels different. Yeah. Here's the other thing I would say, though, is there was also another report to move away from this Rodgers thing for a second, if this doesn't work out, is that because there's such a large gap between what... Lamar Jackson wants guaranteed money wise. So a hundred million dollars, right? right? Yeah. They offered one hundred and thirty three guaranteed. He wants at the least two hundred and thirty mm-hmm. million. That's the, a big Sean Watson money. That's yeah. a big difference. So maybe you revisit that. Well, no, they said that there's a potential where they franchise him the um, exclusive franchise tag, which is like forty five million, and then shop him. Okay. So I mean, listen, I mean that's that's still pretty awesome. If that's a if it's you want, cost if you wind up with Lamar, be phenomenal. It's yeah, I cost think it'd be you more. Yeah, Rodgers, I mean, I even think Lamar might be more attractive, but those two are, uh, you know, a category of their own, and then it's who do you like better, Carr or Garoppolo. But I think that would be the only thing. Like, I think that would be the only pivot that would... That would would satisfy. Yes. I agree. I agree. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I know exactly what he did. And it's not right, Santiago. Yeah, you know what you did. Look he at knows exactly RJ's what he's laughing. Doing. I know exactly what you two animals did. What did they do? No, nah, I tell him one little story before the show, and now we got this going. That was that, that that's yeah. about? Right, of course. Look at him. See? Yeah. He can't even look at us. <laughs> no, he can't. Oh, he knows. <laughs> yeah, right. He knows. What's wrong with this guy? Was a, these are private stories. Right, yeah. There is no vault with you, huh? <laughs> Give you close personal stories. I get nothing from you. Nothing. Crickets. What's going on with the women, Raymond? I'm not telling any stories. What, what, what's well, going you, on you, here? Via song. Yeah. You That's see what you're doing. Subliminal messages. Those are only between me and you. If you want to share them with the crowd, that that's no, up I to can't. You. I can't share. I can't share that story with the crowd. Obviously, I think you could share it. No, 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 no. Without mentioning names, no. I think no. so. No, RJ, could not. he share that story by keeping it? <laughs> I no. Li- I like that. What you took away from that story is if we take the names out, then it's, <laughs> then it's okay. I think if you take the names out, I think you're now well within your rights that you could tell the story. Why don't we kick the tires on it? You want to just no, tell the story quickly? So. I think the tires are fine. You want, you want me to tell the story for you? No, I think we're good. Like no? that kind of party? I think we're good. That was quite the party. That was quite a party, yeah. Yeah. You should write a book. Certain opportunities present themselves. I understand. Uh, it would be a it'd be a, a fun book. A tell-all? It would be a... That'd yeah. be nice. But for you... Yeah. <laughs> it'd be great for me. be great for me. Yeah, it would. I think it'd be good, for the, it. I think it'd be good for the show. Um, if you wrote a tell-all, great. I think it'd be great for the show. Yeah, it probably would be. Archie, what do you think? Would you write the book for him? Like you sit down and you, <laughs> like you filled out my my. Uh... Yeah, much like that. Like he tells you, all right. So then this happened. Then you like, you put now pen to paper and you take care of that. I feel confident with the I don't know x amount of stories I have heard that we could fill a book. Yes, that wasn't the question. I, I, Dallas, I know we could f- fill I'd a book. book. This would be a, a bestseller. I would do it, yes. Be like Homer's Odyssey. I'd volunteer my services. Really? Yeah. And you get, like, I'd say a cut of the proceeds go to you. I, I, we could include pictures. It'd be great. Yeah, I don't know about that. Are there pictures? Are there pictures? Diagrams. What kind of a picture book would this be? A wild one. No, we're not, we're not putting pictures in the book. A lot of Rick pics. No. <laughs> I think we need photos. You'd need to give ID to buy this book. <laughs> Illustrations. Not why, actual speaking photos. of photos, why is Tom Brady tweeting out pictures of himself in his underwear? Because he's he's promoting the underwear line. Yeah, but is that, it's like a thirst trap, wasn't it? Like, come on. You you don't see 45-year-olds doing thirst traps? That's not a thing? I think Kay likes thirst. I think Kay occasionally does thirst trap pictures. I don't even know what a thirst trap is. It's a sexy photo, so people oh. get thirsty for you. Oh. Yeah, right. What do you mean? He likes them. I just feel like doing a thirst trap. See? What he 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 does those I think photos? He's done, I think Kay has done or tried doing a thirst trap photo. Yeah, like like with him and and Jody. No, I don't understand. It's Kay. a sexy photo. Like if uh, I took so Kay's putting out sexy photos. <laughs> oh, he's the voice of the Yankees. Like, like if you this morning were like after your shower, like oh, I look pretty good in this towel. I'm gonna take a picture of myself right. and then post it so people see you in your towel. Like, hey everyone, come and see how good I look. I've never seen Michael. 
pose of put a photo of himself, you know, in in some kind of a situation out there. I don't think it has to be a situation like that. It's just like a good like if you have a nice photo of yourself. Oh, just you, if you have a nice normal right. photo. Okay, I thought it was in in like a well, compromised be, well, photo. No, no, no. It could be anything. Could be in like your just whatever you look. So if, you, if you're like, oh, I'm having a good day, post a photo. If so facto, you throw it out there. Yes. Okay, all right. Now I understand. Right. There's chap. All this lingo. I don't know any of this lingo. You got to get with it, man. You got a young kid. You got a 16 year old son. I'm not with anything. Why? I don't know. Well, why don't you ask him? You're driving around with him. Be like, hey, why don't you fill he, me he in on some of the lingo? He's not looking to talk to me. No? No. He's knee deep in the phone and doesn't tell me all that much at the moment. Well, I think you need to ask. You got to get to his level. Uh, I try. Maybe, you know, this, is why, I, this is why you've lost five straight. Maybe. You can't relate to the kids. It's not because of him. No, you can't relate to the kids. Maybe I can't. I uh, think you got to throw a thirst trap out there to yes. shift the odds. You want me to throw... I, if he okay, does a, a book, six, I'll a do six, a thirst trap. No, no, no. Before before you lose before a your six next game. straight game. You're in the hot seat, buddy. What, to change the mojo of the team? Yeah, thirst trap. We lost five in a row. I know. You got to do something. I'm so unhappy. Jeter wore a golden thong. You got to right. throw a thirst trap. I'll wear there. a thong. <laughs> I think we go. I think we go shirtless with the whistle around your neck. Maybe oh, we'll, yeah. at, at the game. No, no, no. Just a photo. A, a, a shirtless whistle around my neck yeah. photo. Maybe we'll lube you up a little bit so you're glistening. You and the oils are unbelievable. Right, right, nice. Nobody, get, nobody loves oil more skin, than this guy. Rick, you can't do, Rick he, he does that. He, he's going to get put on a list. You can't do that. <laughs> Why? The sexy coaching pitcher. I think it works. Scott, Ray, what do you got? I'm trying to defend you. This is defend not a good me. thing for you. Defend me. put on a list. <laughs> yes, if you're shirtless world up wearing gold chain around children, that that wouldn't end well for you. No, no not around the children. I'm saying we take one like in the studio. We take a nice sexy photo. I bring we a get whistle. Scoping back in. Right. I bring yeah. a whistle in tomorrow. <laughs> we lube him up, and then we take a couple photos. Everything's got to end in lubed up. I with think this it makes guy. you look better. The lighting will reflect off you nice. Oh, really? I think. I think so. Well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> All right, one 3776 You know who's a sexy man? Aaron Rodgers? Luke Bryan. Oh. And he's coming to PNC Bank Art Center on Saturday, June the 24th, and Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater on Thursday, July the 6th. Score tickets all week with us from 6 to 10, and Barton Hahn from noon to 3, all from Live Nation. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. Com. All right, let's get to the Aaron Rodgers calls. They're lined up, and we want to get to them. 1-800-919-3776. Anybody but Rodgers or Lamar Jackson, would you be okay? 1-800-919-3776. Jacques in Rockland. Good morning, Jacques. You're on 9870 SPN. Um, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, this thing is like a, a you know a weird situation. Um, everything's lined up for the Jets, and you know it looks perfect. But um, on the Aaron Rodgers side, I have two things that concern me. One, Josh McDaniels. Like um, one thing, following in Tom Brady's footsteps is you know you know one thing in all that's, that's been his like you know quarterback, you know top tier rival throughout his career. And then two, like you know Devontae Adams, like like they were supposed to get like the um, how, how you say that renew their vows. Um, and, you know, it, it seemed like Devontae Adams was coming back to Green Bay to join Aaron Rodgers, but he, he kind of, like, left him for dead and chose to go with his ex-girlfriend. And well, it left him for dead. Like there's any, any animosity, No, no, though. but it left him for dead or just uh, wasn't, you know, wasn't convinced that Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers is going to go year to year, does Devontae Adams want to be stuck in Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to retire? No. 
I know. I mean, this, this is true. But I mean, you went back to your ex girlfriend. It didn't work out, and not not now you're standing there, you know, twiddling your thumbs, and now you're begging for your old, hey, 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 Aaron, remember me? You know, you, you, you want to do that re- renewal again? You know, but in a different in a different location. I, I don't know. It's, and Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, he has Garrett Wilson if he comes to the Jets. More Garrett um, Wilson is not Devontae the, Adams, the no. and I love Garrett Wilson. He's no, not Devontae they, Adams. They, 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 they wear the same number, so he won't get confused in regards to number wise. And he's he's a young, promising receiver. I mean, Aaron Rodgers he he he, he grew Devontae. So it, it yeah, but like he's already grown speeding, though. You know, but, but Jock, he's already grown though. You have so, Jock, you have so many arguments to make of why the Jets are the more attractive place. Why would you say Devontae Adams is not everything that in fact he is, or that Garrett Wilson? The man is a has a Taco Bell in his home too. Let's not discount that. No, listen. I mean, it, it, if I'm Devontae Adams, it is as awesome and historic as the connection was between him and, and Aaron Rodgers, and it seems like they were they were close, right? They had the whole you know last dance photo and everything else. Is that if I ask Aaron Rodgers, hey, what's what's your future look like? And he tells me, I don't know. I'm year to year. Right. I'm not locking into Green Bay, especially if there's an opportunity to make all that money in Vegas with my one of my best friends right. playing quarterback. So now, it's as luck turns out, Aaron Rodgers seems like he's ready to move on. And Green they Bay moved on like, from Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is gone. So, I mean, of course, why, if you're Devontae Adams, why wouldn't you want Aaron Rodgers to come over there and play with you? Of course you would. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's the, it's the most success you've had in your careers with Aaron Rodgers. Right. I just And again, I guess you don't know what makes him tick, but I just don't understand why, if you're Aaron Rodgers, Vegas would be a more attractive option than Tennessee... Or the Jets, to be honest with you. I think you got to go where, I mean, wherever you feel you have the best chance to win. Well, but there's no way that he looks at, at that team and says, I have What about best... going to Indy and play, with, uh, play for his old buddy Jeff Saturday? Yeah. What about that? Yeah. But how close are they? No, I don't know. But, I mean, Indy has the fourth overall pick. Who the hell are you? Vegas has the seventh overall pick. Like, what else is Vegas going to have to give up in a deal to you get Rodgers? You have to give up a lot more than what's seven? Gonna happen? No, what's going to happen with Josh Jacobs? He says he wants to go back. Okay. So I mean, he led the league in rushing. Yeah, got Devontae Adams. Can you imagine that? You could yeah, the best quarterback, receiver, uh, running back trio in, well, in all well, football. Well, Bobo Waller too, if they keep him. Right. Figure what they can do with him. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of and talent. The defense on that is a team. problem, though. Yeah, but their defense. I mean, their defense is not good. It doesn't matter what they add. They're going into next season. I could be the favorites to win that division. No, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Patrick Mahomes has never lost a road. Yeah, I think he's undefeated. He's won the division every year. Division game. Yeah. Chargers, you, you, I, I mean, listen, they made the playoffs finally this year. you got to figure with Kellen Moore they'll be better, I would think. No? I, yeah, I would imagine. At least there's some stability. There's no way that the Broncos are going to be worse. They have to be better. Well, they got the defense. I, I, I would imagine that offensively they'll Sean Payton, be they have to be better. Have did, to you, be. did you hear Sean Payton yesterday, by the way? In his press conference. Yeah, he, about Russell Wilson will not have his personal uh, coach in the building. Here, here's Sean Payton from yesterday. Russell Wilson had a personal coach, Jake Hughes, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. How do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Yeah, he, he squashed that pretty quickly, huh? That's not going to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, that's I think that's part of the whole disconnect was that, you know, Russell Wilson is not one of the guys. Is that he's kind of isolated himself? I mean, you heard the whole story. Like, if you want to get in touch with him, you have to reach book, out to book, his book time or right. something. Yeah, I mean, that's not. I mean, get, what kind of teammate is that? 
Well, especially with the quarterback position, man. You got you. I mean, it's it's a leadership position, but you want the guys to to want to go to battle for you every single day, and to have yourself separated with your own office and worried about you know a bunch of you know other things as opposed to trying to you know get to know your teammates, show them that you care, and all that other stuff. Because you got to imagine too that position just by nature is how much money you make. That like you're at a different like you're already at a different level. Yes. So you got to do your best to kind of bring yourself down to. The rest of the guys in that, like, I'm not bigger than the team. Yeah, kind of you got to make yourself an equal to the other guys. Right. And he hasn't really done that. No. But point being, not to get lost in, in the woods here, is that that division is a beast. And your, you know, NFC, AFC East, good. But I don't know what the Bills are. I think they're still good, but I don't know that they're at the level of Kansas City, certainly. Um, Dolphins, question marks, certainly surrounding the quarterback. And, and New England, I don't know what they are. Like, I think you, if Aaron Rodgers goes there, and I've said this before, Aaron Rodgers goes there, there's no reason the Jets can't win the division right off the bat, right off the jump. No, I listen, I think if you if you make a couple moves here, I mean, outside of Aaron Rodgers, try to shore up that offensive line. I mean, we get some of the mocks coming out you know, with the Jets taking you know offensive line and trying to shore that up. AVT comes back. Yeah, I mean, depending on what Brees Hall looks like, the defense is, is there. The defense is ready to roll. And now, I mean, we'll see what the offense looks like with a legitimate quarterback. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Hi, Jose. You're on 98.7. Good afternoon. Oh, good, good morning, guys. Uh, wanted to and thank you for taking my call. I wanted to pretty much talk about the Aaron Rodgers situation. And um, I'm not too really concerned. It's just still the beginning and the talking phases and everything. Um, and also, I'm just not really that bummed about it because – to me, the mandate was just making sure that we got a competent quarterback. And even though I prefer Derek Carr, if Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy, then I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo and see how and see where the chips may stop. I know that, um, and I think that more of the buildup was uh, the yeah, we're trying to connect the dots, but sometimes it's just not there, and and we just and we we, we build up ourselves up for that disappointment. So don't worry. So don't worry. We're, we're going to be fine. That just ends. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, in the, in the grand scheme of things, uh, eventually, once the you know the dust is settled and the disappointment kind of fades away, if it doesn't happen and you end up with Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, I mean it's definitely an upgrade. But the idea that you know, we went out and made these moves, hiring Nathaniel it'd be Hackett. Disappointing. Of course, it'd be disappointing. It's like if you didn't have a car, and you know, anything, anything with four wheels would be would be something that was attractive. Right. And, then and, someone, and you were told, you know what, BMW is something that's realistically going to happen, and then you wind up with a Hyundai. Yeah, we're going to buy right. your Mercedes, and then all of a sudden you end up with yeah, right, right. It's like okay, uh, you this know, is it's, good, it's going to get me from point A to point B, but it's not, it's not the. You know, the luxury car yeah, I thought maybe I was right going to get. Yeah, we're being teased, and if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen. Then yeah, of course. I mean, your initial reaction is going to be disappointment. Gut feeling. What do you think? I just. I mean, it's it's my cynicism as a Jets fan. Gut feeling is he probably does doesn't end up with the Jets now. So you think Raiders? I guess. Ugh. I mean, doesn't Vegas know usually? Vegas knows the odds. Yeah. I mean, the odds are. I get this report tilted. that he's yeah. told his agent that he'd rather go to Vegas. Odds have tilted. I hate it. Hate it. I mean, uh, cash wise, can Vegas afford to pay that balloon payment? Though I, I think you figure it out. No, but yeah, well, they were going to be all in to get Brady, so it makes sense. But I think you figure it out. I don't know. You win a championship with the Jets, though, man. Oof. Like for all the things he wants to do post football, like hosting Jeopardy and all those things, win a title with the He's Jets. He's good on Jeopardy. I thought he was good on Jeopardy. Yeah, he's really good. But I mean, you see the amount of like 
Even like I see with the Rangers guys, compared to you know being an Islander, the amount of like uh, the the friends what, adoration. Well, no, not even adoration. Like the friends connections that Henrik Lundqvist has made, mm-hmm. or my or you know, buddies that I've had that played for the Rangers as opposed to us. Like the the people that you're around. Like look what it did for I mean for Strahan. I mean you name it. Like the catch that Saquon Barkley. You see catches like that, especially now. The Beckham. The Beckham made. Yeah. yeah. But the second he made it, it was like boom. He. Right, like the trajectory was superstar. He's on every TV show. It's just that New York, when you're good, New York you have is success. Different. It's different. Yes, New York is different. So I, I don't know. That's how I would try to sell myself, and you know, defense and all these other things that we're trying to do. But if if at the end of it, he just it's the hard set on on the Raiders, state tax and all that other stuff. Then what are you going to do? Uh, let's go to Stephen Yonkers. Is what I'm going to do. Good morning, Steve. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Hey guys, good morning. So my issue with these quarterbacks is everybody is worth $40, $50 million a year now. So now if you're going to put all this money towards the quarterback and you don't have a line that's going to protect them, uh, I, don't, I don't see where the win is going to come from. Garoppolo can't stay on the field. Now you're going to put all this money into possibly Aaron Rodgers. Why not go out maybe um, and get, get that middle tier at this point, build your lineup so you might be able to compete for the next couple but is it, of years. Isn't because they have to make Steve, the playoffs. Isn't Garoppolo the middle tier? What is Garoppolo going to be making now? I mean, whatever Where's you decide to pay him. Well, I mean, do you think you're going to go out and get a quarterback for, for less than $30 million? I, you know what? I... I don't know where they're going to go. Do I think there's somebody out there? I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just gotten so insane. Well, this yeah, but whether you agree thing, with though, it or not, it's, you're not going to go find. A, you're not going to get Garoppolo. You're not going to get Rodgers. You're not going to get Tannehill. You're not going to get any of these guys for for what you're talking about. Ten, twelve, fifteen million. You're going to have to pay thirty plus million dollars for these guys. Not necessarily though. And no, then no, what? No, ho, 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 Steve. Not necessarily. Here's the beauty of the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to give up. What if he's going to be fifteen this year against the cap? Right. Yeah. Like once they take that that balloon payment and convert it into a bonus, his salary cap number is is just under sixteen million bucks this year. So you're getting Aaron Rodgers, oh, okay. yeah, you traded yeah, a couple, right. couple of draft picks, but you're only, I mean, you're spending salary cap wise sixteen million bucks. And then I think the year after that would be thirty two, which is, I mean, come on, thirty two is still very reasonable. reasonable. I mean, Daniel Jones is going to get more than that, right? Okay, and then when you get finished paying, you know, because you know that what's going to happen next is sauce is going to come up, right? But that's yeah, what I mean. Steve, he's played his, his first, first year. Of all, he's in his second year. Second of all, that's the nature of the uh, NFL, right? You're gonna have to pay Quinnen Williams. You're, you're gonna have to pay Sauce Gardner. You're gonna have to pay Garrett Wilson. That that you're gonna have to pay Vera Tucker. That's how the league works. Those are good problems to have. It's it's something that the Jets haven't been able to do well is draft guys, develop them, and get them to their second deals. So you want to have that problem that I have to pay Sauce a ton of money, and I got to pay Quinnen Williams a ton of money. And I'm going to have to pay Garrett Wilson a ton of money. The big problem, Steve, is that you're not paying Zach Wilson anything, and he stinks. That There right. lies your problem. Well, well, there, there's that whole other issue. I mean, that that was just another draft pick to go out there. It's This is ridiculous. For, what, for some reason, they like to go out to the West Coast. They go out to the West Coast, and they like to draft from the University of Spoiled Children. They, used to, they, they like to go out into Utah. Go out to the Midwest and go find yourself some tough farm kid that's going to be... You know, it's playing like a Josh Allen. I, I think that their draft picks, I've been a fan for 50 years. It's just a disaster after one after another. Yeah, you know? but at a certain point, listen, Steve, we appreciate the phone calls, but at a certain point, you got to take a look in the mirror. And it just can't be, we keep just, it's it's different people making the picks, and we just can't, you know, we can't make the right pick. At a it's amazing point, that they can't draft a quarterback. Well, they just don't even draft them. Like, they're just, it's not a good, they, they don't put themselves, like, they're not good at developing them, and they put them into bad situations.
Like, uh, to, to sit here two years into Zach Wilson's career and then have Michael LaFleur come on and go, you know what? In hindsight, the kid probably wasn't ready. It would have been nice to have a veteran quarterback he could... Yeah, you didn't think about like, that at so the time. Like, when you first saw him, you weren't like, you're like, oh, this kid's ready, let's do it. No, they had start, to be, start him week one. They had to be the a same PC. thing with Darnold. They did the same exact thing. And that was the third pick, and now we're done with the second pick. Right. Right. And, and to think that Mark Sanchez, who did not have a storied tenure here at the Jets, was the cream of the crop between those three quarterbacks is pretty remarkable. It is. Just think about that, though. Sanchez was the fifth overall pick. Yep. Darnold was the third overall pick. And Wilson was two. Second overall pick. Yeah. And yet we're still... And you got nothing out of any of them. Well, I mean, you got you got something out of Mark Sanchez, but you uh, thought Mark it was going to be... Mark Sanchez was a passenger on well, those Okay, teams. but I mean, again, goes back to trying to develop the quarterback. You have a defensive-minded head coach that's giving him, you know, red light, green light, yellow light. Like, is that how... I mean, if you would ask... That's not the ideal. If you would ask Peyton Manning, hey, is this a good way to develop a young quarterback? Would right. he tell you? No. no. He would tell you no, is what he would tell you. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.